1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a big night at the top of the Scottish Premiership. Rangers beat Ross County 3-1 to move level on points with Celtic but fall one goal short of claiming that top spot. Motherwell throw away a 3-0 lead to come back from Aberdeen with a 3-all draw and Scotland's VAR review panels flagged up 13 mistakes from the most recent round of fixtures. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, what night we had uh, drama uh, at Pataudry with Motherwell and Aberdeen but Rangers uh, a thoroughly convincing performance against Ross County and just one goal is all they needed to top the table if anyone doubted that ever there was a title race on well they, they sure not now both tied at the top on the same point same goal difference Celtic only ahead and goals scored we're in for some end to the season certainly not a sh- uh, shortage in goals last night Gordon um, Rangers leaving it late with a uh, third one right enough but they created so many chances and Ross County goalkeeper's hands must be in a bucket of ice this afternoon uh, you look at uh, Pataudry six goal thriller plenty of talking points it was a brilliant night of football come on then 01419511025 loads going on as the guys have said so please do give us a call and let us know what you are thinking Rangers fans what did you make of last night it was clearly one way traffic apart from the one moment when Ross County went up the other end lots of chances lots of missed opportunities lots of saves from the Ross County keeper I suppose it's more about your feelings are you bothered that it was one goal more needed to officially take top spot or can that all wait was this all about just getting the victory getting the points uh, and going level on points there at the top Celtic fans you're very much involved in this title race as well so maybe give us your side of things on 01419511025 I'd be keen to hear from you Motherwell fans 3 all at Pataudry as the cliche goes would you have taken that before the game is that even the point though you wonder after throwing away a 3-0 lead does it feel like a defeat as the saying goes or how do you look back on it now that the dust has settled the latest um Figures are out, if you like, this independent panel that looks back at VAR decisions and has their say on whether they were right or wrong. They've identified 13 key incidents, as they call it, um, in the last sort of round of fixtures that takes into account that Celtic Rangers game. Remember that one? You you might have heard about some of the controversy from that game. Uh, It takes into account a, a full list of other incidents as well if you want to get stuck into we can we reckon they reckon sorry 13 mistakes made uh, over that period so 01419511025 that is the number you need I think clearly the title race will be dominating what is that abomination you've brought and sat in front of you there how did you sneak that in past my attention this is, remember not everyone watches on the live stream so you'll have to describe it it's just I, I, I'd like to know if Mark's got a breaking one Manchester City, happy Valentine's Day, Gordon. That's a secret admirer, look. Dear Gordon, roses are red. So we're supposed City to are give, blue. give it to me because you can't hold okay. it up to the camera. We're supposed to believe that you received a Manchester City Valentine's card. Yeah. I find that extremely. Dear Gordon DL, <laughs> something. <laughs> roses are red, City are blue, the well are the best. Well, except you. Whoever wrote that means. Nah. To brush up, lots of love, your secret admirer. 
Be my Valentine. I can't believe that. So it's not from Man City. I d- I, yeah, a Pep Guardiola sent it on Tuesday. First but that's class. what I thought you were getting at there. I thought so, you were saying that someone City. has made you a Man City Valentine's card. Oh, I don't know. So that is a secret admirer that's actually sent you that. No, City sent me that. They send me one every year. Christmas card. Who sent you that? The state of that thing, honestly. Right, I'll leave it there so that everyone can. Is it, see it. smell a perfume? Oh, or I wouldn't sniff that you. Trust me. <laughs> I would not be sniffing that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good Valentine's night, was it? Successful? What did you get up to? Bath night as usual, Gordon. Oh, that sounds yeah. interesting. Oh, on your own? Size of the tub, it was flying. <laughs> it was a, a tough night, though, because you had to choose between Cut, football and, cutly bath and romance. Uh, yeah, I watched a bit of football. Done a bit of both, you know. Bit of romance, bit of football. Whatever you have to do. People still do things for Valentine's Day. Oh, absolutely. Did you? I was in here, so no. All right, I saw you were. <laughs> but you're a romantic at heart. You, you I am, no, but I was I was busy uh, shouting at under 18 players for Partick Thistle, so not much love. That was it, night. seriously. Uh, uh, didn't get the good lady a wee bunch of flowers or anything? No, what I did was, uh, I, well, I did get a bunch of flowers, but I didn't do the, the thing I'd given her on Valentine's Day. When did you get it? A few days before. That's not really the same thing then, uh, is it? But just so it looks, that it looks a bit different. Bring it out Wednesday. You know, because I didn't want to just conform to it's a day made by the card companies. So I did it a few days before. Saturday, romance. actually Saturday. I got a nice bunch of flowers before the show and gave them. Mm. There you are. Mm, it's not the same. She was disappointed. Yeah, she was she me. She's slaughtering you. She's slaughtering you. She give him some advice. 01419511025 You're more than welcome I guess To come on and share your Valentine's plans If you so wish um, But I, I suspect we had enough on our plate With football last night So what did you make of it? It's that simple Rangers fans What did you make of the game? The performance? The result? I've been fascinated by social media today As to how important you do Or don't think The not going top was um, So if you'd like to come on the phones And share that with us I would love to hear from you Graham is going to kick things off, Graham. What do you what do you what do you take away from last night and the title race and all the rest of it? Well, I thought the performance and the chances I missed were great. But I think there's a good chance we'll struggle to win that league before a striker, mate. I thought you shouldn't have signed the boy Demandy and spent the money on uh, Oscar Shankland. I think that's going to be a problem for us. All these chances and you only get three goals. I think it's going to be a major problem for us. That's a difficult one though isn't it surely right? Cause I get that the, the stats tell you Rangers should have scored more than three But they still scored three And they still scored enough to win the game They have been scoring enough To claw back a seven point deficit Do you get where Graham's coming from mm-hmm. Or has all that stuff been no. I mean, Dessler still scores two So yeah. are, are we now holding it against guys Because they don't score four no. How does it work? No I, I, look <sighs> I still think they're capable of winning the league. If you look at their goals for, they're four, they're four behind Celtic, right? They created so many chances last night. It was incredible. But, you you know, I, I haven't heard somebody saying about Desers today. Now, he scores two. Ah, oh, but he should have scored three or he should have scored four. That doesn't matter. But I think if they had a natural number nine with the way they're playing, especially last night and the chances they're creating, I think they're scoring a lot more goals, Right. Yeah, I, I mean, don't I, think it might not get to that yeah. to the end of the season. I think that's Gordon. undeniable, though, right? right. I, I get that, but at the same time, it, it just feels it feels a bit odd, doesn't it? When you're saying, "Ah, see, this guy's not a natural number nine. He only scored two last mm. night." But what I'm saying is, and I, I get it, it's versus the number of chances created. But I'm not saying without the number nine they can't win the league. 
But if I, I know where Graham's coming from because I don't think Graham will be alone in this. I think if you look at if they were in and got, and we keep going back to this Shanklin Majorski type of player, if they were in and got a box player, then I think the Rangers fans would be going, oh, we've got we've got a real stick on here. But they can still win the league. There's no doubt about that. But I just look at that. I don't think. Dessers is getting better there's no doubt about it I thought he was excellent last night and as much as people can criticise him missing a couple of chances centre forwards do that I remember when Alan McCoy came to Rangers I was there as well he went on to be a great missed chance after chance after chance but everybody spoke about the goals he scored last night Dessers once again steps up what's that 14 so far um, and he'll get more there's no doubt Danilo's still to come back I can Graham will not be alone in this but I still believe that Rangers are good enough to go and win the league. I think it'll be very tight. But if they'd have cemented a, a number nine like a Shankland, then I think they'd have been a real force. How does that work then, Graham? You know, for a lot of people, there's excitement at pulling level on points. We all knew it was significant just because that was the game in hand. So, you know, both teams have now played the same. How is it that your overriding feeling is, well, we're going to fall short because we don't have a, a striker that's good enough? I just think that it's not just Dessers. I thought Dessers played well and he took the two hardest chances. But there was a chance Cortez had, I think, a striker scores it. There's one, there's quite a few different players missed easy chances. I mean, the two from Atondo, well, they were going to get hooked at half time, but see if you've got a natural striker, they're in the back of the net. And I think they've got Kyogo in there. We've just got nobody like that. So I just, I'm not going to go to Dessers because I think he's improving. They took his two hardest chances. I just think a Shank on Baramiowski would have been really just topped it up for us. But we can still win the league. But I think it'll be a hard up. Someone's going to point out that Dessers has got more goals than Kyogo this season, and then someone's definitely going to point out in retaliation. Yeah, but come on, look at the big the big goals that Kyogo scores, yeah. and he's been over the course and distance there. Um, so argue that out amongst yourselves, which I think you've seen both sides of it. Is, do you understand where Dell and Dazzler are coming from? Uh, about a striker, need a striker. Um, look, at the start of January, I thought it was glaringly obvious that Rangers need a striker. I didn't think Dessers was going to be the answer uh, with Danilo out. Fabio Silva, I wasn't sure what he was going to bring. But the more I see Dessers and the more goals he scores, then begin to think they'll be okay in that department. I think it's more about creating chances. If you create enough chances, he will score goals. No doubt about that. Listen, he will miss. But no team converts all their chances. Uh, uh, I read all the stats Rangers had what 23 shots on, on target on target 43 shots 23 on target so of course a high amount people expecting them to score half of them of course not it's just not the way football works of course the different chances different angles the goalkeepers of course going to make saves the goalkeeper did have a very good night so he made some top saves but they still took three of those chances and Dessers took two. So I think that criticism is always going to linger about Dessers because of the start of the season he's had mm. and because of some of his glaring misses. But he's on course to get over 20 goals this season. That's a good return for your first year as a striker. Graham, does it matter to you that he didn't go top last night? Or how do you look at the title race overall? No, it doesn't disappoint me. To where we came, eight points behind, I think we're doing really well. I just think a striker would actually well, give us a better chance. The other point I was trying to make, Gordon, is everybody seems to be improving apart from Big Golson. I wonder if the boys had noticed he's dropped half a good bit, that boy. His tackling's poor. 
his passage is not as good as last night for the goal. I don't know what he was doing. Just letting that cross come in. There are one or two signs in the last uh, few games that Golson has caused a few problems at the back. Um, I agree. And also, I would probably, if the two centre-halves are... You know, having a look at each other, I thought Suter should have done better, but I'm taking nothing uh, away from Simon Murray's movement and his goal. Terrific. For Ross County, if the Rangers are scoring that, you're saying it's a very good goal, but we're picking on the Rangers' defence. I think Golson has, but he sets such high standards. I like Golson. I think he's a terrific centre-back. Uh, he sets such high standards. You've got to have a dip in form. You can't perform to a level week in, week out. You see it with every player in the country. Uh, Golson's maybe just going through one of these wee dips now, but he's so good that he certainly will come back to form. Mm, thanks a lot to Graham for kicking things off tonight on 01419511025. What about John on the line? Did it matter to you, John, that he didn't go top, or or you take a much more relaxed view about it just being that that one goal more to go? Uh, good evening, Gordon, Gordon and Mark. Was mm-hmm. it? Uh, it doesn't matter if we're talking about it. It's at the end of the season. It's quite a matter. It could have been a psychological thing on top last night, but considering where we were before Coleman came in, you take that every day of the week, and we've won a cup, we're still in Europe. It's it's night and day, and he's getting a tune out of all the players he's got. And came another window in the summer, brings in an us, some of his players. I mean, the ones he's put in so far, Diamondi and Cortez have looked decent. Uh, Silver's look good in patches, so. Uh, no, it wasn't. I mean, the amount of shots, I think we've had a hundred, over 120 shots in the last four or five games. So I think we're, in, I think we're going to end up getting a team of right doing in a couple of weeks, a five or a six, and that's when we'll get the goals to for the league goal difference. Mm. What's your theory on it, Mark, at the top? In the build-up to last night, there was a lot of talk, you know, again, in advance of the game, does it matter? Would it be some sort of marker? Would it be a psychological boost that all you know to be officially top of the table? Like we said, Rangers won three one. They needed to win four one in the end and didn't do it. Does that does does it matter? I suppose ultimately is what I'm asking. Or how much does it matter? Well, I think it would always be nice to see your team at the top of the pile, uh, particularly your Rangers, and you've came back from eight points behind. Um, but I think the real football minded people and and the players and managers in the dressing room won't really bother about that when they see it's so close. It's not as if there's a massive goal difference as well in there between the teams neck and neck. I think both know where they are. Um, I think the majority of the fan base is, will, will be quite content where they are as well. I don't think it's, it's that much a, a medal of honour to be, what is it, Celtic four goals more scored. I don't think that's a, a great start to say, oh, we're top of the league because of that. It's really down to points. I think it's too early in the season to be concerned about goal difference. I'm convinced both teams will drop points between now and the end of the season. Um... I'm not too sure how much goal difference will come into it, so I don't think people should get bogged down in that at the minute. John, your previous Rangers fan was on, though a bit concerned that missed chances could prove costly come the end of the season. Is that a view you share? Uh, well, not, not at this moment, because uh, we're getting into the position to take the chances, and we've been unlucky hitting the bar, hitting posts. The goalies are having great games against us. I think as your previous caller was talking about... Uh, Goldson, I'm worried about him as well. I think he's lost a couple of yards, and I think as he gets older, he's feels as if he's going to get lost another yard. So I'm more worried about the, the goals we've conceded in the last couple of games, and then obviously Goldson kind of looks as if he get bullied off the ball by 
Aberdeen player the other night, and I seen I seen that a couple of times this season. He's he's no the player he was uh, a couple of years ago, but I'd like to see Balogun play with Suter at the back. But I don't know. Bolton seems to be undroppable at times. I mean, again, as a t- as a unit, Rangers have only conceded thirteen. I think across the season. I take John's point, and John's talking more about individual incidents recently. Doesn't strike you that Rangers have got a huge defensive problem at no. the issue, or at, no, at the moment? I, sorry, I wouldn't be concerned about it. I, I take on board what the guys are saying because you nitpick at the goals that Rangers obviously lose, um, especially at Ibrox and against Ross County. And you're always looking to blame someone. And Goldson's come in uh, for a couple at Ibrox. But Coulson's a quality player. And, and I know um, the lads are saying, I, I think that Goulson and, and probably Balligan or Goulson and Suter are, are the best two. Goulson would always be my number one pick. I think he's got everything in his locker as a centre-back. I'm not buy, buying into this. You know, he's maybe dropped him off a half yard or a yard. Um I think he's just went through a couple of games with a little blip. He's a quality player, and the proof is there. They've lost mm. 13 goals, Gordon, and away from home, they're solid. Celtic fans, you're very much involved in this equation, so what are you thinking about the picture at the top? And Rangers fans, what about those of you that were there last night? Was there, was it anxious? Was it nervous? It's, it's kind of sounded, I think Philippe Clement spoke about it, a real, a real um, anxiety amongst the crowd to try and get that fourth goal. Did, did you feel that? What was it like on the night? Give us a call right now and we will speak to you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. How's your gout, by the way? Oh, I'm Has he been diagnosed? Yeah, no, we, I, I, I diagnosed him. Hold on, him on a week ago. No, no, him and Charlie diagnosed Hold him. on. When I've you came in with the ankle, right, and mm-hmm. the crutch, I said to him you right did. away, that's gout. So we spoke about this on Tuesday. Did you miss Tuesday's show? He took his shoes and socks off and put his feet in the desk. And oh, that's and the that's life revolting. To be fair to Big oh. Charlie, well, listen, I've got lovely feet. To be, be fair to Big Charlie, he had a good look and he knows the inside, outside so of the Have you not noticed he's hobbling a lot less now? Right, what, do you give him a treatment? He's on medication. What are you? Nah, it's to my get gout tablets. It's Gavin. The listeners all, no, the listeners all Chipped in, they told him he's to grate ginger on a oh, napkin yeah. or something. You've got to drink it. You've got <laughs> Who to give you that remedy. This. No, no, honestly, the listeners are very, like a, very lemon, helpful. Lemon a medieval cure. I, I, I'm going to nip this in the bud before, before I regret it. We don't need any more remedies. As much as I really appreciated them the other night, mm. we ended up with like 70 calls and 300 tweets. What have you got for big noses? <laughs> What you rubbing that? <laughs> a big canky. One four one nine five one one zero two five. Try to help. How do you feel about the title race? A very open and general question, but I think it fits after last night. Dell is on the line. How's it going, Dell? Ah, oh, grand, brilliant. How are you? All good. So last night, then level on points. Needed one more to actually go top. How do you feel about it? Ah, that'll come. That uh, it didn't have to come last night, but it's coming. It's coming, but um, obviously I've been waiting for this day to phone in and uh, speak to Gordon. Yeah? Because uh, I don't know if you remember our last call, Gordon. Mm. No, no, no offence, it's nothing personal. Yeah. I, I'll just button and tell you this guy doesn't remember anything. No. So I don't no. take my work home with me, Dale. That's fine, that's fine. No, well, we had a wee ding-dong about Dessers. Oh, hold on a minute. I've been supporting Dessers on this show for the last month and a half. Well, I the last month and a half, but that was that. That was uh, before that. I phoned, and you and Mark were on. Yeah, and you were you were saying that 
Esther's wasn't good enough. You get rid of him, and I say, as well, give the guy a chance. And I say to you, for years you've been on this show saying how everybody should support managers. Managers get sacked too easily. Do you remember? I remember it now, Del. You, yeah, you, you had him banged to rights. No, I don't. Rip I, I, him because think, he's eating his words De- now, isn't he? I think Del's maybe in the right track here, but I don't think he's talking right about me slaughtering Dessers. No, he, he, no, no, I don't he, think he, he, he is. He didn't slaughter him, but Dell wanted to give him a big chance, and you were you were a lot more sceptical. I remember it. Listen, I was sceptical, we'll like everybody else. I was saying that it obviously hadn't hit the ground running, but for the last month and a half, I've been, I've got Dessers. I'm supporting them all the way. To here. be fair, Dell, we we have also. I mean, tonight had Rangers fans still on saying they reckon you you know you could be doing with a, another striker to win the league. So as daft as he is, he's not alone. Are you feeling vindicated? Do you feel like he's coming good? Is he the guy that's going to fire you to the title? Aye, he's definitely going to be the guy. But um, it's not just him, it's the team. The way the team's playing, the way the manager's got his playing, it's our manager, it's Alex Ray, it's the whole setup now at Ibrox, it's everything's in place, the transformation's obvious for everybody to see where we were at the time to where we are now. We're in every competition. We've got a chance to win every competition we're in. And uh, the transformation's there, as I said, for everybody to see. But obviously, uh, you might, you might not, you obviously don't remember, Gordon, but you, you were, you were an advocate for saying that Dessers wasn't good enough for Rangers. And I was, I was just saying, look, he asked me and I says, how, you said, how long will you give him, Dill? And I says, well, give the guy one season minimum. No. A month, and a, a month and a half later, his two goals last night put us level on points with Celtic last night. So if you'd have got rid of him, like you said, you would have. Adele, I've never said I'd get rid of this. That I genuinely, is nonsense. I'll tell you I what, genuinely get, think get right. the conversation back and I'll no, prove you No, no, no. Right. do you know why though? This is busy enough without me having to play a clip <laughs> yeah. of another show from six months ago, but I do remember it. I think Dell was... Dell's pretty much right. No, no, no. You're Seems just pretty right. accurate. No, shut Del. up, you. I, I um, do remember that. No, you don't. I you, do. You have no idea. You, you were looking at me going, who's Dell? Who's Dell? Now, what I will say is, about two months ago, I did question if he was going to make it as a Rangers centre forward. 5th of like, December, my birthday. Right. I've searched for Dell. Right. Like I'm gonna play the it. majority. <laughs> right, play it. <laughs> it's not really what... Can you play that? It's not really worth me playing a clip down. It's, it's the same as you always say about managers. Oh, here it we is. go, Dale. Managers get sacked too easily, mm-hmm. too quickly. Yeah. And you've said that since day dot. I've yeah. listened to you for years. Yeah. And you always come. I'm skimming on a bit. We need right now. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that he's not got what we might need next week. Oh, he might turn it on. Look, I, I wish the boy all the best. I hope he comes yeah, and scores more. Right. That's as, but as they would say in the game, that's birthday cared. <clears throat> yeah, but we're asked to call it just now. And then so far, up to this date, you are not telling me that Dessers has hit the ground running and been a success at Rangers. No. Right. So who's asking you to call it? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got your bank to rights. Hold on, Del. Did, did I not just clarify what I said on the 5th of December and Gordon's just played it in your mind I hold on hold on a minute you've <laughs> yeah, just heard it in your own mind never mind listen. minds and plus the fact 
Never once in that comment did I say he was not good enough for Rangers. So, Dell, you're coming on and you're exaggerating Whoa. a We're little bit. We're going round in circles here. Yeah. One, four, you've one, had one, nine, good, five, one, one, one two, good, five. Uh, opinion. And you've had none. So, Correct. we need to try Over all those years. catch up. Let's hear from Philippe Clement. He says he was impressed by their attacking display. He thinks they could have scored plenty more. Uh, and if it wasn't for George Wickens, who Clement said had the night of his life. It's our game with uh, most uh, shots on target. What stays the most important in football? 23, they told me. I see a team growing week by week, month by month. Of course, you cannot become better game after game. There are always uh, can something happen that, that you opponents are also different. But we had wave after wave of attacks. Good possession play, good runs together, good tempo. Good shots, but we had a goalkeeper also on the other side, maybe at the evening of his life, uh, and a few times luck also on his side. So it could have been much more today. But of course, as a, as a manager, you need to be happy, although I'm not so fast happy, <laughs> with, uh, with a 3-1 victory, because I cannot ask more of my players than what they are doing now. I think every supporter who was in the stadium today and was there four months ago, they would say, what a difference for all the players on the pitch. Thanks to Dell. I'm sure you two can kiss and make up another time. David's a Rangers fan from Motherwell. What was the mood like last night, David, where fans clearly you know, wanted to go top and it, it didn't quite happen? We've been talking about whether that matters or not. What was the, what was the mood like inside Ibrox? Uh, I wasn't actually at the, the game last night. Um, I watched on... Uh, the telly, but having been earlier in the season, I think the the attitude of the, the crowd and kind of quickly getting on the players' backs um, is probably one of the biggest risks to Rangers winning the title in my book. So you think there's like, you know, although although Philippe Clement was saying not looking at the, the league table and although fans are on tonight saying that that will come, you think there is an anxiety that makes its way through? I think, yeah. Um, I think it quickly turns and uh, kind of from the scenes on TV last night, looking at the reaction of some of the, the crowd, they quickly turn on the, the, the players' backs, even though the result's positive and understand that they want that extra that extra yard and the, the extra goal to, to take go top of the league. But I just feel that that could work against us if because um, the, there will be games between now and the end of the season that might not go our way or um, we could be trailing, but then we need the crowd to give us that 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 lift. And if it goes the other way, um, it could be the difference between us getting that point in the wind of the league or, or losing it. it. Sounded lively, Mark, in that regard. In terms of, I think there, there was clearly something in the air about fans knowing that they could go top and maybe getting a bit. Like I say, I don't know if anxious is the right word. They're a bit nervous about that. Can that can that sometimes happen? I don't know the Rangers fans can come on and tell me but there might be a few obvious suggestions they've blown good positions before or they've you know had they've had to watch Celtic win a lot it, I don't know it just feels like there was something in the air last night that David feels like he's, he's recognised before yeah but that's quite often the case at top clubs when they're competing sure. for top prizes well, it's not, I did say it can and, be natural and that's why these players get recruited you know they don't only get recruited because of their talent to big clubs it's how they deal with pressure situations that's why players end up at Celtic and Rangers as well it's a big part of their recruitment can they deal with the pressure and it's up to the Rangers players now to deal with the pressure they've shown they're good enough to get neck and neck with Celtic but can they keep that now 
it's the same on the other side of the city as well. You know, the, the Celtic fans on here saying the discontent between the sport and the players that's feeding onto the pitch. I know for a fact that that does affect players. You can feel the nervous energy about the place. And the Rangers fans have probably every right to do that. They've went through a long period uh, of not winning things if you take away the, the Stephen Gerrard period, not winning the league. Um, and the players will start to feel that pressure. That is a title race. And that's what we've got to look forward to. But um, it's going to be like that every week. So the players on both sides are going to have to deal with it. I mean, it couldn't be closer now, David. So how do you feel confidence-wise about going on and, and winning it from here? Well, I think it's it's definitely in our own hands uh, from the respect to, of looking at the momentum so far. Um, I just think that uh, like if you look at the, the, the Europa League run, the crowd were the 12th man throughout that and I think that could be the difference between winning and, and losing the league. Mark, you've been in title races. I, I can't remember off the top of my head if you've ever been exactly you know, as close as this, which is extremely close, um, albeit there's a bit to go. What do you think that does for the for the pressure stakes? Because now essentially every every game you play is, is a chance to go top really. Because oh, he, you know, even if Celtic win on Saturday... Rangers will then just look to win by more on Sunday yeah. and, and, and still try and go top. Well, I think in my time, I think I had maybe three last three last days the title was decided on. The pressure, immense on you. Yeah, there's just no escaping it, really. You know, even away from the training ground where, you know, you're confined, you're with your teammates. As soon as you step out in the street, you know, the fans let you know pretty quickly. But again, I'll go back to it. You, once you sign your contract with Celtic or Rangers, you have to expect that. You have to understand that that what it should be like now we've had many years where Celtic have just kicked on after January and Rangers you know fade away but for years in my time before my time this is what it was like more often than not so these players these Celtic players are maybe getting a taste of it for the first time a real challenge and these Rangers players the new ones to the club are, are finding themselves in an experience that the fans have been used to decades ago uh, and you know it could work out it could work in your favour, of course, because if you relish that, if you're in the club and you love playing in that pressure environment, it gets the best out of you. I've seen it going the other way as well, that makes players crumble. And I've I've been in teams where we've went to opposition, we should beat, and just the sheer pressure of the occasion, we've ended up really? losing it. Well, you think, one that sticks in my head, we went away to Inverness, didn't we? The title was in our hands. So you think that was pressure related oh, rather than just a, you know, just a bad... Well, we, of course we performed badly, but you have to analyse why you performed badly. From. We understood when we went to that game where we were in the league, the title was in our hands, um, and we blew it. We blew the title that day. After that game, the pressure kind of was off our shoulders. I think we went ahead and won our games, but it was too late. Rangers done the same and won the title. So it can make or break you. And it's a big period of the season. What we've got 12 games, 13 games to go. Huge period. So you think, is, sorry, Gordon, just to ask David again, do you think. There's almost like a patience required from fans as well, David. Well, I think players are... I understand what Mark's saying, but I think players are human as well and they feed off the crowd. Uh, and look, a lot of things in life, um, confidence is a massive factor. And if the, the crowd can help instill that little uh, extra percentage, then I think, I think it makes all the difference. Good man, David, thanks for sharing your thoughts. Let's hear from Philippe Clement. He thinks they're still capable of raising their level. He also believes they were just centimetres away from racking up a big scoreline. I think our finishing was also not that bad. If you get 23 yeah. shots on goal, but it's about centimetres. 
we can do better in that way. We can still raise our level in that way to be more precise, but those are the next steps to take. I think the team already took a lot of steps. That's uh, extra focus, focus that's been there already eh, the last few weeks or months because it stays an important part of football. But you cannot ask much more of the players where they are now in the, the period you've been working together, I think. I'm somebody who wants to win prizes. We have already won. That's a good thing. And we are ambitious for more. And all this dressing room is ambitious for more. But at the end, the only thing that control is, is yourself and the points you take. So we need to keep focus on that. That's the only thing that's important. And not only in one competition, but in three. And we're the only team in Scotland who's in three competitions. So that's also interesting to do that in a really good way. Interesting indeed. Keep your calls coming in. Let me tell you about this before we go any further. Clyde one. It is a double rollover for a Friday Think about it How good would it feel heading into the weekend Knowing you've won Make Me A Winner We could make you the winner of £130,000 Obviously that would make the bank account look very nice And you'd be telling everybody In fact would you? Would you keep that quiet? And think, you know, would you try and Would you just turn up with designer gear on Gordon DL and not tell anyone? Or would you be shouting that from the rooftops? I'd be shouting that from the rooftops you come in with a Stone Island jacket You're a bit more low-key You're not you'd I be. would just keep it quiet Donate mm. to charity and that I'm sure you would Text <laughs> yes to 61025 Text of £2 Plus your standard network rate You can enter at Clyde1.com as well Online entries cost £2 Or call 0330 Those calls are charged At a standard rate It is over 18s only And all the entries since Ollie won on Tuesday have rolled over. If you're looking for the other rules for this network competition, you'll find them online. And the important bit is this. If you get the call after 3pm tomorrow, answer within five rings and say, make me a winner straight away to win £130,000. Text yes to 61025 right now. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are about to be joined by Johnny, who's in Shawlands. How are you, Johnny? I'm very well. How are you guys? All good. All good in here. What's on your mind tonight? No, I'll just point out the fact you don't really need to go back to Mark Wilson's time to sort of look at the last title fight. Um, in Angie's first season after the same amount of games so after 25 games uh, there was only one point between Celtic and Rangers now obviously roles were reversed and Celtic started slowly and came back into it but I'd still say one point between both teams at this stage of the season would be a title fight um, so I think, I think the notion that you need to go back sort of what, 15 years to see a title fight is a bit of fantasy Yeah that's fair um, I wonder if the was that so would Celtic have sort of looked see one Celtic overtook that they never really looked back though did they no no I, well, I hope that uh, sort of we push on and get away from Rangers again yeah. I'm a, obviously a Celtic fan um, but like I said after 25 games it's, as I say it was sort of rules reversed where Celtic came into form and caught up in Rangers and then as you say once we got ahead we just shot away yeah I think this season I, I, do, I, I agree with you in saying I think this season it will finish a lot closer. I think both teams are playing well. I mean, again, Celtic only drawn one in the last nine, one in the other eight. So it's not as if we're not getting the results just now. Um, yeah, yeah, that is something that I think Brendan Rodgers has been trying to put forward because it's, it's perfectly valid. If your sample size is those last 
number of games are very little wrong with Celtic's performances. You just zoom out a bit, expand it to since Clement came over, that's the run that obviously uh, since Clement took over, that's the bit that favours Rangers. Obviously, that you know, is in that bigger sample, that's where they've clawed it back. Um, but Celtic's recent form in terms of results is fine. I, th- I thought Celtic were good. excellent in Paisley. Um, I know they gave up one or two chances, but that happens if you look at Rangers last night. The amount of possession, amount of chances they had, they still gave up one or two against Ross County. Uh, I thought Celtic were back to, you know, that forum that we're used to seeing. Uh, they're not just there yet. They've not just clicked. But I think this title race, Gordon, because of the two managers, because of the the, the quality in the two squads. I think this will go right to probably last week. What gives you the, the, the sort of confidence, Johnny, or the belief that it won't be the reversal of, of what you said? Because I think you're right, two years ago we had the points, but it sort of felt like here comes Celtic, here comes Celtic, they overtook Rangers and then that was it. What what makes you think that won't be what Rangers do this time? I hope getting some players back will help. Obviously, um, Carl Vickers is a massive miss. Anytime he's not playing, we don't look the same. Um and I think I'll be interested to see what Rogers does on Saturday. I think um, I agree with Gordon where we did play our best football um, against them, and that was partly due to Kyogo sort of playing a free role in the middle. It'd be interesting to see if he does that against Kilmarnock. They... And hopefully, hopefully those two can link up and get lots of goals. What were the early impressions of that for you, Mark? Is it something you think they can go with going forward, or horses for yeah. courses type? No, listen, I, I think um, I thought that was going to be the case. I thought he would have put Kyogo on either, and I thought Kyogo would have played there uh, with the two wingers as they were. Um, Kyogo can certainly play there, and it goes to show you can score goals from that position as well. doesn't mean when he drops deeper, he isn't going to get opportunities. You know, it just means rejigging his game, retiming his runs, but he's an intelligent player. It does look good, and it shows you that, you know, Brendan Rodgers isn't stuck in his ideas. I think that was a lot of the criticism over these past, I don't know how many weeks, eight, nine, ten weeks, that fans were saying, oh, he's got one way of playing and it's a slow build-up playing. It's the same kind of system. It just wee tweaks. He's got the players that can fit into, you know, different styles, different systems. Kyogo's one of them. He's now got a target man that he can put up there that's, I think, a better bet than O. I think even when O came on Sunday, it, it just looks... It just looks short. Um, and like Johnny says there, the players coming back, you wonder if you'll get more out of Maida, he's just back. Um, Yang looked lively, more game time, knowing the league a wee bit better in this final running, will that serve him well? So I think the difference from now, like you said, to two years ago, is the both both teams, both squads, I think both fan bases can point to real successes and real optimism rather than there was a kind of changing of the tide in that Ange mm. Postacoglu running. So it's going to be tight. I thought, I thought Rangers, it was fa- Rangers fans will feel like this is this is what's happened. Yeah, won't they? Oh, that, and, and that so they should. Because of the, the deficit that's been caught. Yeah, and, and without doubt, and, and you look at the atmosphere, somebody mentioned the atmosphere before, the beginning of the season, it was toxic. You remember when Celtic won there at Ibrox? There was fans, you know, berating the players, the camera was tuned in on them. You think of the mood in the stadium last night, was different, I was anxious, but it was so far removed from what it was when they lost to Aberdeen and lost to Celtic. So, of course, there's a, a massive difference in attitude and belief. See, when you go back to the Kyogo and he did think that I thought Brendan Rodgers 
played that brilliantly and I'll tell you why. Kyogo, for me, is still better playing through the middle, right? I still think that's his strongest position because I think he's brilliant playing on the shoulder. But Kyogo has dropped in the form, dropped in the goals. And what I allowed Kyogo to do, sorry, was to play in that number, he'd get more involved in the game. Whereas if he was up playing on the shoulder as that lone striker, if he wasn't getting the service and things weren't going his way, people would be going, well, he's off for him, he's not getting the goals, he's not getting the service. All of a sudden, Brendan Rodgers put him into a little bit of a position where he can get fed with the ball with McGregor or Riley. He's getting involved in the game. He looked a lot sharper. And as Mark quite rightly said, he proved he still can get goals from that area. I thought it was a terrific move from mm. Brendan Rodgers. Johnny, managers and players always tell us they don't they don't need the extra incentives and all that sort of stuff. But as as human beings, sometimes you can be susceptible. Is there a is there a hope there that this can almost light a fire under Celtic? Actually, this you know being caught on points. Granted, Celtic are still ahead. Um, that, that that if there was any small kick up the backside needed, that this might be it. You like to think so. Um, I mean, you, you like to think the team are full of winners, and in doing so, you think, right, as you say, it drives them on, gives them a wee bit of that extra sort of ten percent energy. I mean, you, you see it all the time when Celtic last season, whenever they won the league, um, the last sort of four or five games, we were terrible, <laughs> um, just partly because we totally dropped down a gear. So hopefully we find that extra sort of... I still think Celtic have gears to go up, but I don't think we've played our best football at all this season. Um, so yeah, hopefully it does give them a wee kick up the backside that they need and we, we drive on. And like I say, with players coming back that have got that extra bit of quality, hopefully it adds again to, to the team. And with the two new signings, they've only played a couple of games as well. Hopefully that sort of 290 minutes of football can get them to kick on and, and improve again as well. So it will be interesting to see what happens at the end of the season. But um, I'm hoping for sort of 4 5 nil against Kilmarnock and that will hopefully set the tone for the rest of it. What do you think, Mark? Because in both camps, both managers, both sets of players, they're all very good at saying, ah, they don't really look at the league table when I think everybody knows that, <laughs> sure. that they do, which is fine. Yeah. Um, how do you think Celtic will internally be looking at this? You saw Brendan Rodgers at the weekend almost, having, almost laying the early signs of it, this kind of... Siege mentality, if you can call it that, you know, talking about oh, there's a narrative out there, and other people are trying to bring us down. How do you think this will this will be received? Um, this kind of being level on yeah, points. We've not seen that a lot from Celtic in recent years. You know, a manager having to come out and say things like that. Um, you know, much a message to his dressing room that he's out there fighting a corner. Um, look, I, th- I think Johnny's got a good point there. In the tail end of the season, when Celtic have won titles, they have tailed off. I think this this team, you know, plays better when they're pushed. And I think he's right with saying, look, they've not been at their best, but they're still sitting, you know, at the top of the league tied in points. So there must be more to come. You would think there is more to come. So, like, they've got a fight in their hands. Some players are new to it, as as much as some players are new to what Rangers have experienced. But Celtic have got guys that have been there over the course and distance. And you wonder if that will be enough to take them through these difficult 12 or 13 games to come because it's going to be roll your sleeves up, high-pressure stuff that they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, when Mark said there's more to come from Celtic, I totally agree with that because I think that once they get some of their key players back into the squad, um, obviously Brendan Rodgers did come out with the fighting top, but if you look across the city, I think Rangers are getting better and better every time I see them. I think the manager's made some impact there. That's why I'm sticking my neck out and saying... 
because of the quality of the managers, because of the quality of the squads, the Celtic Rangers games are really going to be important this year, this season. No doubt about that. Uh, I think this will go right to the wire. I think we're in for an absolute fantastic <laughs> end. Of That's right. <laughs> I'm so Is glad it? he mentioned that. I am absolutely not having somebody <laughs> rant thrown out there that this will go to the end of the season somebody. as being sticking their neck out. Yeah, you think, you think that's a bold is. prediction, yes, do you? Yes, of course it is. They're levelling points. Uh, yeah, only 25 games going. <laughs> that's <laughs> that is sticking yeah, your neck out. Yeah. I think that's a brave... No. Oh, uh, you're brave. Do I tell you why it's not brave? Why? Because everybody else is I saying... I bet it. they're not. I bet Celtic fans are going, we'll have the league won by three or four weeks prior no. and Rangers fans will be saying we'll have the league one three the or four weeks prior. Yeah. He's, I'm going to stick my neck I'm out here. I'm telling you now, I'm not sitting in the fence with this one. I'm going all out. <laughs> Cutting edge <laughs> punditry. It's time for us to play this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. We've actually made it a few days without arguing or discussing VAR, but what about the independent panel assessing the last round of fixtures and coming up with 13 mistakes that have been made in their minds? I'll tell you what they are. If you already know, you can give us a call about it. But before that, let's play Beat the Pundit. Lines close at 7 0141 951 1025. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are in the building. You can get in touch with them on 0141 951 1025. If you're just joining us, wherever you've been, we were discussing last night, of course, at Ibrooks, the performance, the result, what it means for the title race, and that, of course, applies to fans of both sides of Glasgow. So get in touch, give us your latest thoughts on that. What about this VAR business then? The independent panels had a look at the latest set of fixtures. They reckon 13 mistakes this time. That's the set of fixtures that incorporates the Celtic Rangers game. Um, around the turn of the year as well So get your thoughts in on that as well Motherwell fans, Aberdeen fans, how are you feeling? And we'll get to you after this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Right on cue, Robert is a Motherwell fan On for Beat the Pundit, how's it going Robert? I'm fine, how you doing alright? Not bad, are you hoping for a sort of high scoring thriller on Beat the Pundit like your team served up last night? Better days for my team, I think, but I think we've got to take a point at Petodre after how we've been the past few games. You buying into that, Gordon? You get that? I mean, obviously, the manner of it, people will say it feels like a defeat in the cold light of day. Uh, to kick off, yeah, I'd take a point all day long. I thought it'd been a good point. You can look at the situation 3 0 up. Um, disappointed. I thought I thought the manager's right. I thought the Motherwell were naive. Uh, you were expecting Neil Warnock's going to make changes as a player, and Mark will tell you, you've got to adjust to that. You've got to realise that they're going to change the shape, they're going to change the way they're going to play. They brought on Duke, he scored within four minutes. You're still in control with 3 1. Look, I've been there as a manager 3 0 up and actually lost the game, so it can happen <laughs> to the best of us. <laughs> uh, Robert, is there, is there no worry attached, no worry or negativity attached to being. 3-0 up and, and losing it no worry that that kind of dense confidence or anything oh, I've watched Marlowe for 30 years I've seen him uh, winning 5-6 each 5-6 losing games so 
Just to life him a mother will fan, isn't it? Uh, the good with the bad. I think there's a bit of truth in that. Any other Motherwell fans out there, feel free to phone in Aberdeen fans as well. We'll maybe look at that game in a bit more detail once we've played Beat the Pundit. Right, heads, it will be Mark Wilson, tails, Gordon Diel, and it is heads, it is Mark Wilson. You want to hear some astonishing stats, right, attached to Beat the Pundit. Really, really bad. Mm. We haven't had a pundit winning on a Thursday night this year. 2024 in normal time there was one tie break victory I think um, or something like that but we haven't had a pundit win on a Thursday in normal time this year and between you you've only got eight questions right in that time what are you up to in a Thursday it's, it's compiling those stats that's Chris, nonsense Chris, I'm not having that's that. true not a right, okay. Robert, I'll drop the challenge. ball off, son. See if there's one guy that would have a spreadsheet with this stuff on it. It's Chris. Yeah, have I'm you dro- seen Chris recently? Love a spreadsheet, Chris is a spreadsheet type of guy. I'm going to right. drop Robert's ball off. Whereabouts in Motherwell are you? Lanark. Even I'm, better I'm, for you. I'll oh, drop off in oh, Don't mention Lanark. I'll drop off guy. in Sunday, Robert. Yeah, Get the rolls in sausage on, son. Robert, stay well clear of Lanark Golf Course. Aye, I'm coming up, don't you worry. Like, Come on, beat you? him, beat right. him. Start the questions. You still start talking about Come on, Rab. Rab. Have you seen the fairways? Oh, Have you oh, seen the greens? Beautiful. What about That's the greens in the Rab? They're running well, eh? Do you want to know what my most... Like, <laughs> <laughs> in a fairly congested field, the thing I hate most about him, how he always pretends that the weather's always beautiful when he yeah. plays golf. Have yeah, you noticed yeah, that? Yeah. It's minus four, it's pouring down, he says, I'm playing golf. You go, I'm only playing in that. We didn't get rained on once. Aye, He'll say, aye. well, that's a lie. Because it's rained across the entire country, but apparently when you go there to play golf, the weather's never bad. And yet every picture he posts on social media, he always looks miserable. No, no, never had a brawly there with his driver. I don't even take a brawly. <laughs> Tell him the truth, Robert. No, never rained at There you go, we Rab. Well done, Sean. Absolute nonsense Right, right. Okay. good luck Robert um, What we'll do is get the music on to mark Some greatest hits radio You've got 30 seconds Robert Answer as many questions as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Okay Good man, your time starts now Name any club Philippe Clement previously managed Monaco Paolo Bernardo's on loan to Celtic from which club? Uh, Chris Kane, St Johnson's Chris Kane's joined which club on loan? Which Scottish League One club's home colours are black and yellow hoops? Who captained Scotland at France 98? Let's bring back Mark Wilson. Can you hear us, Mark? Robert, don't give anything away. Don't give anything Mm. away, Robert. Don't let him know that you got a 10. Um, what about Marvin Bartley last night? Hear about him? I did. He got a ten. Aye. Must have been easy. This is the guy that got a zero a couple of months ago. Aye, that's remarkable. How it's, many did he, he get in actual time? Uh, Six, seven-ish, something like that. He was good. Yeah, yeah, good. Well done. Well done. All right, Mark. Same set of questions. Your time starts Sorry, now. Your Name any club Philippe Clement <laughs> previously managed. Uh, mm. Monaco. Paulo Bernardo is on loan to Celtic from which Benfica. club? St Johnston's Chris Kane has joined which club on loan? Dunfermline. Which oh. Scottish League One club's home colours are black and yellow hoops? Uh, Alla. Who captained Scotland at France 98? Uh, Colin Henry. Dick Campbell was recently appointed manager of which East team? Fife. In what year did Henrik Larsson sign for Celtic? 97. Lewis Ferguson's the son of which Scottish footballer? Derek Ferguson. Oh, Robert's Robert, well, what's uh, the verdict, Robert? That's alright, that's alright. It's snowing up in the land up the new Robert, isn't it? What's he saying there? 
Robert's hoping that the signal's about to go here. I think. <laughs> oh, yes. Robert uh, wasn't good. Philippe Corona. No. He did get Monaco, so did you. Mm. Bruges, Genk, and others are available. St. John's, uh, Paulo Bernardo on loan from Benfica. Robert, 2 1, Mark Wilson. Yep. He's saying, yep. yep. You know what, yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Chris Kane. <laughs> Send the bag. Chris Kane has joined Dunfermline. 3 1, Mark oh. Wilson. Oh. Wilson running ahead black and yellow hoops Aloha 4-1 what did Robert say I don't know Robert said Partick (laughs) Thistle for two questions in a row (laughs) what's the odds in that Uh, two questions in a row the same answer France 98 was Colin Hendry not Paul McStay Robert Paul McStay (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd seen Gavin Hastings it's a tough school in here on a Thursday Robert they don't give much sympathy Listen, I don't look for sympathy, but I feel like a tyre getting bumped. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a bit close to Valentine's Day for those types of analogies, quite frankly. But um, it was a tyre, he said. Five um, one at that stage. Robert oh, didn't get any dude. further. Oh, no. oh, did know? And Mark one. goes Henrik Larson, ninety seven. Uh, yes, oh, Lewis Ferguson. That. Derek Ferguson 7-1 He's oh! going for the 10 We're going for the oh, 10 Two nights in a row Where are Robert? Robert, jog, jog on up to Robert, the fish, was fish and chip 8-1 show. actually 8-1 Did I get 8? 8-1 This is unprecedented We've never gone Such for the 10 Two Such nights in a row knowledge I've got Come on uh, Shut up Robert no, you go? You're be, Can you stop doing that? It is genuinely very rude I oh, don't sorry, like sorry, it Robert, Robert on say you that go. again He's not getting it. He's not getting the ten. He says he's no fate. He's now he's oh. now still having a pop at you. Well, you haven't got me him. for Robert. <laughs> Eight one. I said unlucky. Uh, who's won more? <laughs> you were unlucky with Paul McStay. <laughs> <laughs> who's won Come more on. Scottish cups? Aberdeen or Dundee United? Oh, easy, easy, easy. Oh, Aberdeen. Yes. yes. This is it for the ten. Mark Wilson. Unheard of. I'm nervous. People usually fall at the last hurdle when they're going for the ten. In it's this a hard part one. of the it's world. A hard question. Which Welsh side do Airdrie face in the final of the trophy? TNS! He's done it. Oh, yeah. It's one of our proudest moments. I knew I could do it if it was on uh, here long enough. A winner in an yes. old firm game, playing in the Champions League, representing your country. You have finally reached the pinnacle of your career, Mark Wilson. Honestly, well it's something I've always wanted to do. And I must admit, when I heard Marvin doing it, I was gutted. <laughs> That's familiar territory. Not for you, for me. Oh, all right. <laughs> so is it ten? Oh. I was going to say. So he's played in the Champions League. You've not. He's mm. got the ten. You've yeah. not. You're living in this guy's shadow here. Exactly. <laughs> You're just lucky to be. Look, look. You had on to. On the coattails. You had to look after us on a Thursday night. We were getting a bit of criticism. Well done. There we are. I stepped up, didn't it, Robert? What do you think of that then? That's perfect, mate. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you that feel was quite nice. I know, you? I know. Thank uh, you, Robert. Right. So, what about your team, Robert? Are you going to bounce back and get a get a victory or a positive result against Harps this weekend? I think we will. I think it's two one in Okay, it's interesting. Mm. Mark, Mark. And, 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 and the following week, I fancy beating Celtic three one. Ah, why not? Aim high. You ever chucked a three 0 lead, Mark Wilson? No, I came back from 3 0 down away to Rapid Vienna one time, um, but never chucked up. So, as the cliche goes, then feels like a win, other way around. Uh, no? Oh, without doubt. Yeah. Aye, without doubt. For Motherwell, I, I mean, it's hard to judge. I've, I've never had that kind of situation. Daz has. I, I could suspect or expect it to be like you just can't do anything to stop it. The tide is coming at you. You know, you go through such euphoria, being 3 0 up and thinking, this could be four or five before half time to 
We always talk about We've been talking about momentum in the title race Within a game Gordon And I don't know if you're Battered by years of Being a Motherwell fan And sort of expecting the worst At 3-0 Still didn't feel that comfortable At 3-1 You can can almost see it coming I was exchanging a lot of messages With a Mm. certain injured Motherwell midfielder Recently signed um, Last night And it just had that feeling about it And then the timing of it And I mean it goes It goes 3-all Early in that second half as well, the biggest the biggest turning point for me was uh, I was looking at the result coming in when he made the substitution. It was an immediate impact. Four minutes, so or quick, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's what caught Motherwell. And you're thinking you get into three one. I still fancied Motherwell. I've got to be honest. Three two, completely different team talks from both managers. There's no doubt about that. And um, I am agreeing at the beginning of the game. You'd have taken a point away uh, Aberdeen Especially after the disappointment Of going to Capelo and getting put out of the Scottish Cup mm, Neil Warnock has praised his side For their turnaround However he was questioning Bojan Miofsky Being flagged offside late in the game We thought we could play this way But obviously it showed that we couldn't All credit to the boys I thought 3-0 down a lot could have gone under But in, in fairness when we made the changes I thought we enjoyed it I thought that's the first time I've seen one of my teams really and I enjoyed watching them. Said at half time, I can't complain. If we do another 45 minutes like that, I'll, I'll be more than happy, you know. And you can't tell me that's offside. I'm sorry. I've seen the lines. You cannot tell me that's offside with VAR. No, he said it's, uh, it's uh, VAR is uh, computer. I think, I think it's the Horizon computer. <laughs> Perfect. That was good thinking, that, wasn't it? <laughs> See you, mate. Come straight to me then. See, I thought that was quite funny. Mm. I just don't know if it was that funny. That funny. Who was that? Was that oh, Roger? That no, wasn't no, Roger, no. was it? Tell you what, they're easy Dave. pleased. They're easy pleased. <laughs> up there. It was quite funny. That. No, to be fair, there's no bitterness here. That was quite funny. I, I, I just I, don't know on. if it was I wonder like... if Barry Robson had said that same line with that same... No chance. ...collection of... Are you kidding? ...cackles. I thought it was funny. Come, Jane, but I was, just I, that I, level I, of it. Do you agree with me? Um, no, I just... The, the, how many times have we been here? I think what you've got to do, right... Imagine this weird scenario where you're sat in front of the inventor of Hawkeye, the guy who has come up with this software and sells it for millions and millions and millions of pounds. And question him. And goes, that doesn't look offside to me. Mm. I'm sure he would have an answer for you that I'm incapable of of producing. Did it look tight? I mean, yeah, obviously. Do you sometimes look at them and say, that doesn't look Mm. offside to me? Yes. I just don't know if it, it doesn't matter whether it's Motherwell, Aberdeen, Celtic, Rangers, St Mirren, whoever. I don't feel like you've got, you've not really got much more choice on those than to just put your faith in it. And I, 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 there is a bit of misinformation. I keep people seeing people talking about lines, you know, not being straight. The lines are straight, right? And again, that's something you'll need to take up with Mr. Hawkeye. The lines are straight. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't even need to believe me, but I think that's that's a question for the technology provider. Of course, you need to plot the last. Point for each player So it looked like it was taken off Miofsky's head Because you can score with your head Looked like it was taken off Was it Georgie Gent I think at the back post Or the mm-hmm. nearest defender Off his sort of Backside hip I get That it upsets people Because I get upset about it When I watch football as well And you think Is this what it's come to Why are we doing this But whilst we do have it People just saying Oh that doesn't look offside to me I, I don't know where that's ever going to Where's that ever going to go Well It's fact I don't know where it goes really uh, until there's a different interpretation of that rule with the lines and I know people are trying to 
Was Marco Van Basten not trying to bring in no offsides or something a few years ago? You I know, we're never getting I'd that. I that. Arsene Wenger, <laughs> is he not the one that's trying to push that it, it needs to be that no part of the body's overlapping? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there'd yeah. be yeah. absolute daylight between the, the players. The players, so Miofsky and Gent would be... Yeah, the type of miles on side. So until that changes, then we're still there. That's it. The, the referees are applying the law as we know it. And then there's the other. You don't have to think this way because we do have VAR, but then I guess people say, oh, we're looking for reasons to rule out goals, and it sometimes does give you that impression. But that one last night, linesman actually flagged. Yeah. So pre well, so VAR, that goal certainly isn't standing. They got a second chance to take a look at it, and it, it didn't stand. Um, yeah, Mother got a goal ruled out as well for a foul. I I, I watched it. Yeah. I watched that couple Callum of times, and I've got to say, I think that was a correct decision. I really do. You're putting your neck in the line. I'm putting one. my neck in hey. the line with this one here. I'll uh, just be honest. I thought that's never a foul because that's just what you do when you're in the heat of the moment. And then we'll well later. Somebody. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prob- probably is. To be fair. Yeah, I, no, I thought it was things. a foul. Yeah, but uh, you've got to say, both teams, what a terrific spectacle because we always. Talk about the, sure. the games of the season being involving Celtic or Rangers, but for Motherwell to go up there and go three 0 up, and you've got the whole Neil Warnock situation, and then he makes the changes and they get back in it. A goal disallowed for both. What a game of football it was! And but it wasn't televised. <laughs> we got the highlights. And how can we go without talking about the Bear Gordon Dale? He's oh. up to ten league goals for the season. He got a double last night. Since the 30th of December He's on 8 Since the 30th of December What's that? Is it 6 league games I think? Just, the transformation has been incredible It's confidence Just hit the back of the net um, You can't wait for the next game You're thinking Give me a couple of opportunities I'll score His penalty kicks have been very good uh, I've got to say I thought his goal last night His movement His movement's improved immensely for me um, And that's all down to the fact that He's so confident now with scoring goals. Um, he's been terrific. Um, a, a guy that probably I watched him begin the season. He, he didn't come with uh, the greatest reputation of being a goal scorer. Scored uh, up at Dens Park and then basically disappeared. And everybody had written him off. Uh, I stuck by him, um, and he's obviously came good. There's no doubt in that he's came good. Motherwell fans, Aberdeen fans. <laughs> when did you stick yeah, by him? Just leave it. Sometimes it's best to just. He ignore, said a couple of weeks it. ago he ignore doesn't him. know where the goals are coming from. I Please remember that. Ignore him. 01419511025. On the subject of VAR then and offsides, you thought you'd heard the end of Alistair Johnson, Willie Collum, Handball, Rangers, etc. It's reared its head again because we've got the list, we've got the review from the independent panel about recent incidents and whether they were right or wrong in their minds. Let's get stuck right into that next. Give us a call. Clyde One, live, celebrating the first 50 years. And whilst you get your calls in on all things VAR, a reminder that as part of our 50th birthday celebrations, we're going to take over the Ovo Hydro on Friday the 31st of May. We've got some huge names joining us as we celebrate all things Clyde One. And we're going to announce the first artist next Wednesday on Bowie at breakfast, just after eight. However... If you want to get in early, if you want to secure your place before then, you can head over to Clyde1.com. It's Clyde1 Live celebrating our first 50 years at the Ovo Hydro on Friday the 31st of May. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 This is Clyde1 Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here. We've had a text in from a very bitter 
sounding Hugh Keevans He says he's handing back his 10 mug Because it's now a tarnished achievement (laughs) 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 Any old dafty can do it Uh, Right, we're about to talk VAR It is one of the most discussed topics in Scottish football Clearly all of you tend to get very passionate one way or the other 13 mistakes have been made in the last round of fixtures Apparently, according to the independent review panel I wonder what you make of that we're going to hear from Crawford Allen speaking about various things as well. So remember that list there, that does include the now famous, infamous, whatever, call it what you want, Alistair Johnson handball offside Willie Collum VAR incident. So we'll look at that. If you want to get your calls in, do it right now, please. Let me give this question first. The Full Time Teaser with Universal Interiors East Kilbride where their goal is a better wardrobe, slat wall, home office or media unit. Great question. Bread and butter, simple. Even you'll understand it at the first reading, Gordon DL. On the week that the Champions League resumes, you know that competition that Mark played Mm -hmm. in, uh, can you name the top 10 all-time appearance makers in the Champions League? Can you name the 10 all-time top appearance makers in Messi. the Champions Ronaldo. League? Messi, yes. Ronaldo, yes. Third and first, respectively. Raul. Yes. Uh, Ramos. Yes. Okay, we'll leave it there. You're doing pretty well so far. Um, and if you want to submit a question like that, by the way, if you want to send yours in, it's email fulltime at clyde1.com. That's what Stephen Livy did tonight. You could do the very same. In fact, I'd love it to be the case that you send them into. So... Please do, and we'll use them on a future show. Right, do you want to talk VAR? I mean, we Why do not? it a lot anyway. We were talking about it we've the kinda, We've gone a little bit quiet, I don't know, in the last couple of weeks on it, have we? Maybe not. Mm. Um, the Scottish FA has now published the latest findings of the VAR Independent Review Panel. So, basically, as the name suggests, these are independent people. It's, it's not the referees, it's not the SFA the Scottish FA, it is three former players, former managers, they will look at anything they want, they can basically call up any incident, um, and they tend to do it after like every round of fixtures, you might remember we did this before, and the panel said there had been three mistakes made in their mind, everybody phoned in that night and said, three, you must be joking, it's more than that, it must be more than that, Um, this time it's 13, so it's clearly a, a rise there, and quite interesting reading some of them um, very quickly to go through the most high profile one is like we said that Alistair Johnson Sima handball Willie Collum let's hear the audio debacle now the panel did feel that that was a mistake that was one of the 13 mistakes um, but they felt the mistake should have been that Willie Collum recommended an on-field review for the referee to go and have another look and then at that point, as I think we all know by now, if he'd awarded the penalty or wanted to award the penalty, they would check the attacking phase of play and offside would have been given. We're kind of going over old ground here, but that's the... Although they've got that down as a, a mistake, it's like a mistake of... How do you explain it? The procedure, basically. Correct the, procedure. The outcome is still a mistake, but it's not that exciting when you look at it. For any Rangers fans out there who are hoping that the panel was going to say that should have ended in a penalty, the outcome is still that play should have been started again with a free kick to Celtic instead of a goal kick so in terms of outcome nothing was changing that much but they do still feel it was a mistake in the sense that it should have came about it's in a, a headline grabber that one you know to put out well, there like to, um, listen you know I'm a stickler technically they think course. it's a mistake of, of course but 
like you say, that outcome wouldn't have been any different. Oh, would it? Would there have been a free kick instead of a goal kick? It would have been a free, uh, kick, been a free kick, kick and maybe Joe Hart would have slipped and Rangers put a ball Don't in the Don't be flipping now, Mark. But that listen, the see, the, see the, the other decisions. I'm not surprised by a lot of them. In fact, the majority of them, I think, with a naked eye when they actually happened. A yeah. lot of those that if you we f- could have picked... I was gonna. I don't want to kind of read them all out. I quickly kind of flick through them. The funny thing about this is, is I think the timing's important because remember that, like I said, the first time they'd released three mistakes and everybody went, "You must be kidding!" And that weekend, there was then two more. So straight onto the straight away, we were almost level. Um, Livingston against Rangers, Ross McCausland. Yeah, that was a massive mistake. Penalty given. The panel thinks that was wrong. The panel thinks that was a dive by Ross McCausland. It It shouldn't have been given. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll I'll do it a bit by team then, if you like. Rangers feature a couple of times. They reckon that their shoot. Remember Cifuentes' red card against Dundee? Yes. Uh, They think the ref should have stuck with a yellow. On that one, it was a red. But remember, he lost his appeal as well, just that's to make right, it even more yeah. confusing. That's a separate set of eyes that look at that. Um, this one was quite interesting because the handball, John Souter gave away a penalty. I think it was Rangers' first league penalty um, in, in a long, long time, as we used to get lots of tweets about. The panel actually thought that was wrong. They thought that shouldn't have been a penalty. Um, now, what's interesting about a lot of these as well, just to confuse things even further, this is an independent panel. There might, there will or might actually be instances where they think the ref has got it right, but the refereeing department at the SFA thinks the ref's got it wrong. So it, it is just another opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can put as much or as little emphasis on these as you want. Um, those were the, those are the Rangers ones. In terms of other ones, you may remember your mother well. Remember a high boot on Liam Boyce. Oh yeah. That was a a penalty. The important thing about that as well, that was one of those rare ones where the referee did get called to the monitor and he stuck by his original decision. It's a fair part, wasn't it? Despite it looking pretty clear that Liam Boyce did get a foot in the chest, although he did go down holding his face, but that shouldn't really change much. They're saying that's a mistake. They're saying that was a mistake. Yeah, I agree with them. Alan Forrest for... Oh, oh, that was an outrage. He won that appeal, didn't he, as well, I think. Yeah, um, So that that was another one of the mistakes. There was a... Livy Dundee, remember the dramatic game it was end to end at that point. Livy felt there was a push in the back by Dundee. Yeah. And then Dundee going score to That's kind of right. put the game yeah. beyond yeah. Livy. Um, Michael Mellon, I think, with a push. Panel thought that was a mistake. So 13 in total. Um, the Will Dennis one, he charges out his goal. Should have been sent off. Should have been sent panel. off, yeah. Without doubt, he should have been. What do you make of, the, what do you make of this in, a, in overall, if you like, 13 mistakes? That's up significantly, clearly. Well, I think when you take um, it as a percentage, it's still low. I think when you look at the overall amount of decisions that have been made, um, like the VR was never ever going to be perfect, was it? I think that's what it was painted to is always going to be perfect, or people went into it think it was going to be perfect. Certainly not. It's proved that way. It's not. I quite like this review period. I think I quite like that there's an honesty to it that openly admits it's not perfect. And they're actually reviewing and coming out and being just, clear. Just to be a bit pedantic, though, it is meant to be for openness, but it's not actually the, it's not an admission, or it's not even designed for that because it is worth repeating. It is an independent panel. It's three former managers or players, and like I said, they are actually they sometimes think the referee's got a decision right when Crawford Allen and the referee team disagree and yeah. say we think we got that wrong, but the independent panel can think they got it right. So it's just another layer. 
It's quite similar to a model they use in England. I don't know if you saw their findings last week. Their, How many? Their recent set was 20. 20 mistakes. Which is not bad when they you play, think of the... They play, more, ga- they play yeah. more games. More I teams. Know. I mean, I think this... You know, there's a, there are a few good phrases that sum up statistics. You know, you shouldn't put all your... You shouldn't pay... Judge all your opinions based on it, but it maybe gives you a wee indication. I don't know. I think it would be down to the individual, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I, and I think that uh, if you look at it, 20 in England, 13, with the amount of decisions that is getting made in important games week in, week out, 13 is not too bad, is it? Yeah, but again, that, 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 and that's, that's just only the other people's opinions. Because, by the way, see, even within that, within that 13, I think there are still some... Debatable? Well... It, yeah, I think one that's really interesting because I remember you guys. Do you remember a shirt pull on Sima against Dundee yeah. where he tries to jump, jump and the defender sort of goes down on one knee mm-hmm. and pulls him down, kind of mm-hmm. down the way? You guys that day, I remember it, all thought that was a stonewall penalty. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, the panel didn't think that was a penalty and they actually thought it was a foul by Sima because he like stepped on someone's toe. So, mm. you know, you end up looking at, okay, well, you get the right... A different outcome and for a different reason there yeah. so you don't have to agree with everything they say I know you guys certainly thought that one was a penalty and to keep it about Rangers for sort of consistency you all thought John Souter's handball by modern standards was it that's a definite penalty, penalty for you guys yeah. panel disagree so just a just another another opinion out there well again I, I quite like the fact that they're reviewing it although it's like you say a panel um, some of them are still subjective of course well all of them are, but I think the majority of those, what would frustrate me as a manager or one of those, doesn't it really help on the day? But a lot of those in that list, I think, were clearly visible at the time. And sometimes we watch those games live as well and we're, we have to be mm. reactive. And the referees have got the the beauty of having the monitor to go and assess it in VAR and they still get them wrong on the day. But so it doesn't help again, the manager but, but on it, the day. But it does totally show how subjective it is when you look mm. at that list, isn't yeah. it? You're looking at yeah. some that you guys thought were nailed on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you thought Seema was nailed on, the panel disagree. You thought Suter, just because of the modern rule, we know handball is a bin fire, but just looking at the rule, everybody that day just went, do you know what? Sympathy with the player and all that. But that's a handball and it's a penalty. Panel disagree. Yeah, it's a, it's a matter of opinions, and I'll still stick to my opinion that I still think. If I looked at it again, I would still say it was a penalty kick. But does it does it highlight the fact that our, our referees aren't as bad? If you're looking at the VR VR there, and it, there's only thirteen that's noticeable there that they're talking about. But that's the thing. And decisions that they're you making, can, you can spin everything because people yeah. people will say, "Ah, but it was three before, and it's thirteen. Look at them; the mistakes are going through the roof." Which again, you know, technically mm-hmm. is true, but three was probably too low last time when you think mm-hmm. about it. Um, I think over this period, so there have been over that that period of fixtures, it was three hundred and seventy-eight VAR reviews had taken place in the second quarter of the season. So obviously, loads of them are silent checks that I'll keep banging on about. It doesn't need to be, you know, the ones where they go to the monitor. It's things that can be checked. So three hundred and seventy-eight checks, and the panel can request. Technically, if they want, they can they can look at all three hundred and seventy-eight. But loads would just be, you know, small things yeah. that you would never even look at. They've requested these ones. They've had a look. They reckon th- so. Technically, thirteen mistakes out of the three hundred and seventy-eight. Well, that's not a bad return when you put it that way. Of if course, you agree with them. Yeah, um, but again, uh, depends where you sit in VR. 
or what your opinion is because like I say when it came in I think a lot of people would have thought it was fail safe it was just there it was going to get everything right and I think some people still think that should be the case so they'll say well 13 still way too many when you've got uh, a referee you've got three other officials on the field on the day and VAR that 13 is still Mm. too high I can understand that but again like you say they're subjective so the refereeing department may referee a different standard and none of this takes into account whether or not you think it's spoiling the full experience of course which is a different matter Mm. entirely let's bring in Dell in Saskatchewan how's it going Dell? I'm good how are you? that's a long way away to make a phone call what made you give us a bell tonight? well I'm a long time listener uh, first time caller and usually I listen on the podcast but sometimes I'm able to tune in at lunch times here and and I was listening to the show from the start and hearing the conversation about uh, the game, the you know the way Rangers have been playing recently. Um, obviously, last night's game with the the forty three shots in goal, or forty three shots, twenty three on target, mm-hmm. but only scoring three goals. Um, so I'm a little, I'm kind of on the Gordon DL bandwagon when he was talking about Dessers earlier, uh, and then we had the other Dell was on. <laughs> Uh, pulling Gordon up, uh, and that's what made me call originally. Um, I agree with Gordon. Like Dessers is a a good player, but to me, he only scores one goal out of maybe three or four chances. And I I don't know when it comes to playing Celtic, for instance, if he's going to be the guy to fire us to the title. So the big picture, there's there's still that. Where's the balance then between being happy that you're level in points, Dale, and taking that next step of being confident that you can go on and win the league? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'm very happy that we've clawed back the deficit, you know, and we've got to where we are. Um, I just don't know if we can sustain it. I mean, we should have brought in another striker, in my opinion. Uh, Maybe we tried and couldn't get one over the line, but I just don't know if... uh, Maybe it's just nerves. I don't know. We're We're in a good position, but I'm just worried that we don't have the strike force to take advantage of all these opportunities we're creating there's not there's not loads to suggest Rangers can't sustain it Gordon yes they're not they're not blowing teams away um, I don't know has there been many close games in there I suppose obviously they beat Aberdeen 2-1 um, St Mirren 1-0 away before that which I guess you have to do do you understand Dell's concerns Um yeah, I, I, where I do agree with him, um, I think, I've got to be honest, I think Dessers is he's grown in everyone. He's getting a good return of goals. Is he missing a couple of chances? Of course he is, but I think every centre-forward in the world does that, especially if you're creating so many Rangers achieved last night. I still believe that the percentage-wise of going and winning this league would have probably been up, my opinion, if they'd have brought in that, that penalty box player for me. But that's not to say that... Because they've got goal... Cantwell ch- is chipping in with goals. Uh, Matondo, for instance, as well. Obviously, Seema was a big one before he got his injury. Danilo's still to come back. Can Silva step up to the mark? So they've they've still got good option. Cortez last night should have really burst in it as well. He missed a great opportunity. But what I think is pleasing the Rangers supporters and the manager and everybody concerned is the amount of chances they're actually creating, Gordon. Yeah, the, the last night was incredible. The goalkeeper had such a a busy night. He was absolutely brilliant at times. The, the young lad, 
um, the most saves in the Premier League. Is that right? 19 or something it was. So it shows you the batter down the goals, the created chances, middle to front, and wide areas. Their partner plays are certainly working. I just think that if Dessers can be that penalty box player, look, if you come off the park last night and you've scored two goals, I think you've done your job well. I've got to admit, mm. if I walk off the pitch as a striker and I've bagged two, I'm thinking I've had a good night. Okay, people can look at you and point the finger and think, oh, it should have been three or four. But you're going to miss chances. You've got to snatch at a goalkeeper. He's going to have a good save. But the important bit, and I think they'll right on the money here, there's going to come a time and an important game where it's at Ibrox against Celtic or at Parkhead or in a, a, a cup semi-final, a cup final, wherever it is, to the big moment, one chance. you've got to do that for me. Mm-hmm. Del, it was an absolute pleasure. We'll let you get back. Your lunch break probably ended some time ago, so we ap- appreciate you getting in touch. No worries, guys. Thanks for taking my call. There we go. From Saskatchewan to Clydebank. Like the wonders of... You two are like worldwide celebrities Global. when you think about yeah. it. It's amazing me sitting here at night time and he's gone for his lunch. That's, that's Is it? the world. Mind-blowing me. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wilson, can, time he, Mark Wilson <laughs> can explain how time works during this break. We're going to our bed. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. I don't know if we're like coming to terms with this now, but not that many people phoning about this VAR review, funnily enough. Surprising, mm, maybe, yeah. maybe just scunnered with the full thing. But if you want to get your thoughts in, apparently only 13, I say only, maybe you think that's a lot, 13 mistakes um, in the last round of fixtures. Give us a call. Going to speak to Andy in a second. Uh, your question, thanks to Stevie tonight, is can you name the 10 all time top appearance makers in the Champions League? Ronaldo, Messi, Ramos, and Raul so far. Buffon must be one. No. What? Casillas. Casillas, yes. Uh, yeah, that's who I meant. Uh, what about Thomas Muller? Yep. Oh, good one, hi. Right. Any man you guys in there? Just give G- Giggs and Neville? Giggs, yes, Neville, no. No. Right, okay. What right, about? We'll You'll get them before the end. Okay, I'm sure. Andy is on the line. Andy, there's been a lot said about title race and the picture at the top and so on. How do you feel as a Celtic fan tonight? I think, uh, given what I've seen at the weekend with Celtic, I, I thought they were, I thought a wee bit more lively, a wee bit more controlled. I think that it's a good thing that Rangers have maybe pulled level now because it might actually wake Celtic up. Um, you know, there is a title race this time. And I think Celtic have been going through the motions, and I'm not entirely sure they thought that Rangers team wouldn't ch- would choke subconsciously. Uh, you know, um, no, I, ju- I just think that it's, it's good for Scottish football, and I also believe that uh, it'll, it'll be good for Celtic. Can Celtic see this off then? I mean, obviously, you say you think it could be a good thing. I'm not trying to be, you know, too obvious, but. The, the, a better thing would be seven, be seven points ahead, obviously, and that's been cut down. So, is there not not a worry there that it's heading in that direction? Well, it's, it's, comp- it's, it's competition. For for the last uh, uh, eleven out of twelve years, you know, uh, Celtic have, have, have basically you could have predicted the lead at, the league at this stage. You know, you can't predict it. Although I think I can. I think Celtic will see Rangers off. Uh, you know, it was good to see that, you know, a couple of the early callers uh, tonight, the Rangers fans, if they if they analyse the goal 
Ross County scored yesterday and they analysed Kyogo's goal at Ibrox. We'll see that Connor Goldson's no dropped in standards. He's just got the same flaws. And I believe Celtic have got a better team. Mark? Um, well, I'll stick to my opinion for the start of the season. I thought Celtic would win the league because they had the better squad. Um, however, they have underperformed, which has allowed Rangers to, to peg them back from a, a terrible start but Rangers have added I think oh, it looks like they've added well Silva looks like he he'll add a few goals um, the boy Cortez I think looks lively so that'll put up a challenge but I think it, look I think if both play to their potential which probably isn't going to happen because they'll both come and go but if both have the potential like I don't think it's any surprise that I would say Celtic would go on and win the league. How confident are you Celtic can play to their potential would be the that would be the tester, wouldn't it? Well not as confident as I was at the start of the season. And there's obviously reasons for that, because it's been evident this season. They've been off the boil. Players who they've relied on heavily over the past five, six years that have just churned it out every week have come off the boil. Cal McGregor's obviously been one of those. But he shows at the weekend that he can he can just rise back up again. Now it's how consistent they can get their top performers. If Kyogo is consistent, back to his best and scoring, you know, one and two to the end of the season, McGregor's back at it, your wide players are back at it, then Celtic will win this league. But the problem for Celtic is that they've underperformed this season. If Greg Taylor can get back in the team and perform like he did last year, then you've solved a problem in that department. So I don't think it's hard to see where Celtic's flaws have been this season. People blame the manager and the style of play, but the players have come off the boil from the standards that they set. And if they can get back to those standards, then I think Celtic will win the league. I think it's a big weekend for them. Um, the reason I'm saying that is they were off it there. You know, you look at, go back to Ross County, for instance, at home, and they get booed off the pitch. You look at Hibs, where they had to get the last-minute penalty kick to go and show a bit of character and win it. I was a bit worried about them going to Paisley, an informed St Mirren team, but I thought they were excellent. I've got to say, I know St Mirren caused one or two problems, but it happens in football. I think Mark makes a great point about McGregor, because I, I, I highlighted that I thought McGregor was well below the standards that he usually sets. I thought he started dominating again. Brendan Rodgers switched the team round. I thought that was a, a good move. Put Kyogo in the middle of the park, got his goal, just played him off that number 10. But I think that they can make a real statement because there's no doubt Celtic have got the squad to go and win the league, even with the pressure that Rangers are putting on them. But they'll have to play that potential. I don't think they can slip back into this, you know, well below form, struggling to go over a line, or, you know, poor performance against Ross County. I think if they go and show Kilmarnock, and I think they'll, they'll beat Kilmarnock at home, but Derek McInnes has got a good Kilmarnock side, have them well drilled at Celtic Park. If they can go and get a real positive weekend, I think Celtic can kick on from there. Thanks, Andy. It was nice to speak to you. That was Andy and Sterling on the line on 01419511025. Probably the last call of the evening. You guys are fast running out of time. It's going to be a big weekend, isn't it? When you look right across across the league, obviously the picture at the top. Um, because you, you know, Mark, we're talking about if Celtic hit their. You know, Celtic have underperformed, but the thing is, Rangers aren't going anywhere either. This yeah. notion that if Celtic just improve, but, but Rangers are winning all the time at the moment as well. That's why we said every game now is an opportunity to essentially go top. 
Yeah, well, you're in the home straight now. You're looking at the finish line, there's no doubt about it. So th- this notion, someone was on earlier saying they think it'll be four or five against Kilmarnock, you know, just get that out of your head. That's that's fantasy land. If that happens, then brilliant. We're at the stage now that winning, for me, is enough. doesn't matter how you get there. You can argue and call in about style and performance levels at the end of the season um, and how your team play. But from now to the end of the season for both, it's three points. And whoever obviously um, does that the most time and most efficiently will win the league. But lots of good stories out there, not just Celtic, Kilmarnock and St Johnson Rangers. You look at Hearts and Motherwell. Hearts on a great run, Motherwell trying to make sure they weren't dented confidence-wise after losing that lead Aberdeen against Hibbs, Neil Warnock uh, again at home, Pataudry Hibbs going there, Levy St Mirren, Dundee Ross County, some brilliant fixtures to look forward to. We're not too far away from it. One more night to go in the build-up with Hugh Keevans in the building tomorrow. How are you doing in this teaser? All of you out there playing along, Gordon Diel and Mark, Champions League, all-time top 10 appearance makers, Ronaldo, Casillas, Messi, Muller, Ramos and Raul. They've got the same amount. And Giggs. You're looking for number 4, 5 and 7 on and the Esther. list. Javi. Yep. Biscuits. Nope. Ooh. Okay. Um, lamb. No. Is it the German like Cross? Tony. Cru- to- Cruz. To- cross. Cruz, sorry. A yes. good time of year's Lent yeah. just starting the Cruz. Cruz. Cross. Yep. <laughs> sorry. Cruz, right. Okay, one more to go. Yes. That'll be a hard one. Um, is that a hard one? Well, no. How hard can it be when you've made 152 Champions League appearances? Ooh. It's not like some rare unknown player. French French Marseille Is it? Nope Far too young Oh Zidane Striker though Henri Nope That is hard then Come on French striker Trezeguet No Can you hear that listen Glasgow and the rest are screaming at the radio Quick Real Madrid quick oh Benzema Benzema Benzema. back tomorrow 6 o'clock have a good night we'll speak to you then